episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, Zachary Landel, and on today's episode, I will be interviewing Devin Ray, who you will previously know from the month of October. If you are a longtime listener of the show, she was a part of the entire A Trip to Haddonfield series where we went through the entire film franchise of Halloween. And she is known as the Queen of the Spooky, and she's also one of the co-hosts of the YouTube series Good Luck with Sam and Dev. And she is here to go into a discussion on the film legacy that is Black Christmas. There is, of course, the original Black Christmas, and there have been two remakes. Now, funny you should mention that. Or, funny I should mention that. (laughs) I didn't know there were um, two remakes. I don't know how I, in my research, only found one. So I thought there was the original and the 2019 version. So I, full disclosure, only listened, or only listened, oh my god, only watched the original and the 2019. But luckily, luckily Devin is much more educated on the franchise. You know, she's got three out of three. I've only got the two. Um, you know, I figure keep it real. I could lie and pretend like I had watched it. I did not. I think honesty is the best policy. But we will be going into a discussion on all three. And, you know, the second movie, it's like a real interview because I really don't know. So I really am finding out information from her. Oh, you get to hear our different opinions on the most recent 2019 version, which we found to be a little divisive. And you'll get to hear me kind of fangirling about the original, which I somehow had never seen. And after watching it, I can't believe it took me so long to see it. Because it's, it's, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I very much enjoyed it. So I hope you'll stick around to hear our discussion of Black Christmas. We also go into other holiday-themed you know, spooky things you can watch around this time of year. You know, I I know everyone likes to watch the cozy sweater Hallmark movie ushi gushi mushy mushy movies, and those are fun. But I also I don't know. You want something a little dark if you're not really usually into nothing but synchronous sweet things. I think it's nice to have a little spook. I'm just rambling at this point, and that's just, it is what it is. I hope everyone's had a great week. This is, oh, wow, you know, I almost forgot to mention the most embarrassing story. I'm just unloading all the, the tea, all the embarrassing things about myself, you know. If you can't read yourself, how in the hell are you going to read someone else? Um, so I decided that the first season was going to be 20 episodes. I thought that'd be a nice, solid number. I take a little bit of a break and then come back with season two. So I thought I still had to produce a couple more episodes. And I don't know how. Thank God I finally noticed, but I had numbered the past two episodes incorrectly. So we're actually two more ahead than I thought. So I'm actually officially done for the first season. Um, I have, after this week, I have uh, two more fun episodes coming out to you guys. So episode 20 will be the last episode. It's actually going to be a very exciting episode. I'm excited for you all to listen to it. It's going to be a panel discussion with me and a couple of other RuPaul's Drag Race fans. And we're all going to be 
giving our personal list for our 10 favorite queens from the franchise of RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, not a top 10 in the sense of it being numbered. We're not ranking any queens above other queens. It's just a list of 10 queens that we love because it's about celebration. It is not about division. So I hope you will all enjoy that. That's going to be coming in two weeks. That'll be, yeah, episode 20 will be the last one of the first season. And then I'm going to take about, oh no, like a month, maybe a month and a half off. And then I'll be back with season two. And I'm really excited for some exciting potential guests, potential new segments. Just going to be letting things percolate in my brain over the holiday. And I will come back with new content for you guys. But, you know, without wasting any more time, let's jump into the conversation with Devin Ray. Listeners, I am so happy to welcome back to In Another World, Devin Ray, who was here for the entire month of October for the A Trip to Haddonfield miniseries. She is also one of the co-hosts of Good Luck with Sam and Dev. It's Devin Ray. Hey, everybody! How you doing? I'm doing so good! So good? So good. So good. Good with the so. Good with the so. Missed you, missed the podcast. Missed all the listeners, missed everyone. Well, we we had to have you back. And we're here for, you know, of course, Devin's here. That means we're talking about horror movies. Um, (laughs) Because you may think, holiday season, oh no, no time for the spooky. But there are some spooky movies, namely Black Christmas, which I had never seen. I had never seen. So we decided, so full. I'm going to lay it all out. I'm going to be real. I like to keep it real here. So... Devin said, would you like to talk about Black Christmas, the original, and the remakes? And I said, sure. I thought I researched this correctly, and I ended up only watching one of the remakes, which was the newest one from last year, uh, but I did not watch the uh, the six. So even though it has a lot of people I love in it, it has freaking Harriet the Spy, Michelle Trachtenberg herself, yes. uh, Lacey Chabert, and Mary Elizabeth. It's like, so many people I love. So I'm kind of sad that I missed it, but you can fill us in. But yeah, I was new to these movies. Have you been a fan of Black Christmas for a long time? Uh, no, actually. I watched the original um, in that uh, I collect horror movies. I'm a teenager. I'm so edgy and cool yeah, phase yeah, yeah. of my life. Yeah, I was that. Um, but something about it, I didn't, it didn't vibe with me with like the other 70s, like early 80s kind of horror movies. I was like, eh. I didn't really, really? I didn't really like it. So what didn't you like about it? Um, I think it just moved too slow for mm. my brain. <laughs> yeah. And I, I didn't appreciate it for what it was because yeah. I had no concept of like history and timelines. It was just oh, sure. you, know, yeah, yeah. you start watching movies and you're like, oh, this one's good. This one's bad. This one's bad. And you're like, why is it bad, though? Is it bad because you live in the 2000s <laughs> and there's a thousand yeah. other movies? Like probably. probably probably because you were not a teenager in the early 80s um watching something from six years ago going like yeah. wow this was the first one that's crazy like yeah or I, it's funny how i put halloween on such a pedestal but there's a lot of dna from halloween in black christmas so yes. it's, it's just funny but before we get into all of that i always like to ask my guests what have they been watching or listening to lately 
I have been listening to um, the Magnus Archives podcast by Rusty Quill. Oh. It's they started in 2016. It's a, a horror fiction podcast. Ooh. And it is very good. I like heard a snippet of one thing randomly and I was like, what is that? And I went into like this hole and I found this podcast mm. and I'm sure, I mean, I say I found it like it was undiscovered. <laughs> Lots of people listen to it. I, I just discovered. hadn't heard it. Um, <laughs> I and found there, it. I, I discovered it. Christopher Columbus. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> no i want to see like a version that. i want to see like a revisionist history where christopher columbus lands in america and then him and his people are just like slaughtered that's what i want <laughs> is that bad i mean i'm Whatever. here for it let's I'm, just I'm do awful. it in oh. au um yeah <laughs> but yeah there's you know it's it's still going it didn't stop there's like 180 190 episodes that are like 30 minutes each and so and, far and they're like original stories that they write original stories that they write and it's like a through line kind of thing i mean each story is an individual um horror story that's kind mm -hmm. of like okay basically it's this um investigatory kind of agency that investigates paranormal events mm. um but it's narrated by this archivist who is going through a backlog of case files and he's just like the driest over it british guy <laughs> Yeah. So he's like, well, here's this case about this. I guess we'll research it. And I, I'm, I, I'm dead for it. I love it. The stories are well written. It's scary. Like, it's good. It's just ooh, really good. I'm going to check it out. And especially if you, you say should. it's scary. I'm like, ooh, okay. Yeah, you, you should check around. it out. I will. Yeah, and on I... the other side of the coin, I've been rewatching uh, Degrassi, The Next Generation. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> Oh. I'm living my early 2000s best life. Oh yeah, I haven't rewatched. Wow, I haven't rewatched Degrassi since probably maybe high school. Like I haven't watched it since high school. Yeah, <laughs> um, I saw it on Amazon Prime, and I was like, I have to watch it. <laughs> I I have so many things to watch. Like I just there's no rhyme or reason to my brain with what I watch, what I don't watch. Like I have so many shows that have been recommended to me. And I and I'm even interested in watching them, but I don't watch them. And instead, I rewatch things I've already seen, mm -hmm. or or something slips through the crack, and then suddenly I'm obsessed with it. Like I finally started watching the Hulu series Pen Fifteen. Okay. Have you watched that? No, I haven't gotten oh, around to it wow. yet. It's wow. Um, <laughs> it's great. It's. It's so much better than I even thought it was going to be because I, I looked at it from the outside and I thought it was going to be kind of like, um, do you know Summer Heights High? Yes. I thought it was going to be like Summer Heights High where it's like, oh, it's like like so satirical because it's an older person playing a, t you know, a, a younger person, blah, blah, blah. And it is that. It's definitely like kind of what the DNA of the start of the show was, but it gets very deep very heavy in a way oh that doesn't feel like exhausting but it definitely cracks open some parts of you that you have you had um kept hidden since middle school and <laughs> and the women that run the show they're my exact age so all of their references because it's set in in 2000 so oh my God. it's all the references that are me so it's really trippy because it makes me remember things like, oh, right. Remember when I thought Wild Things was like the sexiest movie I'd ever seen in my life? 
like just lots lots of it's and just all the all the vintage music they use but i've been obsessed with that and i also watched last night um the new dolly parton christmas movie (laughs) christmas oh yeah square oh my god that thing was wild a wild movie i don't even know if I liked it or not, <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer. Like I definitely laughed a lot. I got giggles. There's a part where Kristen Bransky, who plays the lead, walks into a bar to get a drink, and there's just one little child in the bar. And so I thought, oh, she's not going to be able to get her drink, but the kid's going to give her like a wholesome drink, like a like a hot cocoa or something. No, the kid walks behind the bar, and this kid's like nine, nine years old walks behind the bar and just starts pouring her a whiskey and serves her a whiskey and like fills up the peanuts and gives her both peanuts. And I was just cackling thinking this child is serving alcohol. <laughs> like, Is this, this is child not... like a specter? Like a ghost of Christmas something? No, it's just a child. Um, just a child? Spoiler, I don't like it's that. It's just a child. And it's what's so weird that gets Dolly Parton. So it's both like the most wholesome thing ever. But then you have little child serving whiskey so it was just it was just all a bunch of stuff it's a lot to process i feel like i was having a fever dream when i was watching it so i i i'm i'm i don't want to say i want to watch it again but like i i don't know it's a lot like it's it feels like i don't know much about it it said it was based on a stage play and so i'm gonna make a wild guess here and say that it's one of the shows they do it like dollywood and i think they just made it into a disney or a netflix movie because it feels like that. It feels like a play you would watch at Dollywood and go, that's great. great. Let's get dinner. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> what a good time. I like that we didn't have to think too much during that. <laughs> it's probably something, it's something my parents would like. So that lets me know, like, it's really not the usual thing, but it's Dolly Parton and Kristen Bransky and Jennifer Lewis in a musical for Christmas. So I had to watch wow. it. I had to watch it, but it's also, just, it's, there's some wild stuff. Um, <laughs> that's where i'm at (laughs) that's where i'm at i don't know i'm also watching the undoing on hbo with nicole kidman that sounds correct for you yeah that's been that's been again good i think i think it's been good i've liked watching it but i don't know if it's good (laughs) like i don't know i heard that the point of contention is nicole kidman's wig oh is it a wig i think it's a wig I could, oh my God, I've been like, it's been like the biggest mystery of the show, bigger than anything on the show. Cause I've been like, I think it's, but I'm also like, if that's a wig, then like give an Emmy to the person who did the wig line because you cannot clock it. And there are a lot of like really close ups of her. I'm like, is that a wig? I mean, I, it, it looks like it might be a wig, but where's the hairline? Like it's, it's truly bonkers, bonkers. I'm also not sure if it's any better than like Lifetime Smut, but it has like A-listers in it. Like, I think it might just be like a Lifetime movie that's been split into six parts, but it has better actors and slightly better writing. I think that's like all it is, but I am really enjoying watching it. All that being said. (laughs) All that being said, welcome to the show again. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! so much content especially in this time it gets cold outside spending even more time watching content oh yeah too much but i you have been both a part of the podcast before in a big way but -hmm. you have never been on an official episode of the show which means you have never 
had the your birth and pop culture segment done to you. I have never had that done to me, no. Are you so excited? I am so excited. Yours is good. I was like, she would be that bitch that has like the good content. Like I was like, fuck, she's got like good shit. I don't know if you've already looked this stuff up. Oh, I've been, I've been knowing. I yeah. like, I well, know. Well, the listeners will know. It's a good one. Okay. So now that I know she knows. Uh, so the number one movie when you were born into this planet was Pretty Woman. From Touchstone Pictures, he's rich and powerful. That's my company. She's anything but. I kind of fly by the seat of my pants, gal. And they're getting together in Beverly Hills. Nobody came in trouble bringing me in here. Now their lives. Slippery little suckers. And that city. Give your gun. Will never be the same again. Color be happy. There's a sofa in here for two. Close your mouth, dear. Richard Gere, Julia Roberts. <laughs> Pretty Woman, rated R. Sorry, mm-hmm. Miss Julia Roberts. That's already great. And then, as if that wasn't good enough, oh, oh, and your birthday. It's March 30th of March 30th year. of 1990. Alrighty. And then your number one song was Black Velvet by Alana Miles. Yes, the the Juju B lip sync iconic Mm -hmm. song. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. Yes, it's when she was very drunk. Very drunk. Um, Very drunk, having a great time. What what good content? Like sometimes I look at people's answers and I go, "Ugh, what the hell is this shit?" (laughs) This was was a rough day to be born. (laughs) This was number one. God damn it. (laughs) But yeah, like wow. So a lot of good things were happening in the world when you came in. Yeah. Not me, though. Yeah. Just a bunch of stuff happening okay. elsewhere. Yo, a pretty woman who likes wearing black velvet. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You're like, well, actually, yes. Oh, my. So the black Christmas of it all. So, again, I'd never seen this. Mm-hmm. Very quickly found out that uh, Margot Kidder, Miss Lois Lane, was in it and was very excited. And she was my favorite character in the, in the original was and she? I, I mean, well, she was just a lot of fun to watch. <laughs> I don't know if she was like the best character, uh, like quote unquote, but I enjoyed watching her the most. Um, well, actually, oh, I don't know. Because then there was the house mother who was also a lot of fun. Um, I love that house mother. With all the so sherry much. bottles it's all over the house. Drinking. She's got a cat. She open that book. When she cracked open that book and it had a cutout to put a sherry bottle in. I was like, okay, I'm here for this. This is getting good. And she acts like Mrs. Claus around the girls. She I does. love that. That like, oh, you girls are so sweet. You girls are so good to me. You know, yeah, all of that. Then runs that. up to the room like, Jesus fucking Christ, I hate Christmas. <laughs> that checks out. I, yeah. Well, yeah, so the movie was weird because it it started, it kind of just starts. Like it, they just throw you into it, which I guess I liked because it doesn't waste any time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, yeah, the beginning felt very Halloween-ish. It felt very um, reminiscent of the first scene of Halloween with like the the point of view, um, the, the killer point of view, uh, camera work, all that stuff. <laughs> 
remember those idyllic scenes out of your childhood? Crisp winter nights, sleigh bells, crackling yule logs. Remember those. Remember them well. After Black Christmas, they'll never be the same again. Black Christmas. If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. Rated R. And then we get to the phone call where, uh, and that was disturbing. <laughs> the That's phone the calls? scariest part of yes. these, this whole movie are these phone calls. <sighs> um, which I'll say, based on that urban legend, that the call is mm. coming from inside the house, I think, yes. or they call it the babysitter or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you know that if it's based on that, and that is what it came to fruition from that urban legend. Ten out of ten, that's great. Right. Because if I was getting those phone calls, I would be fucked up too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also didn't know that that's what it was based off of. So when that was going on, I went, "Oh, it's that." Because I always think of when a stranger calls when I think of that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know there were multiple um, horror movies based on the same urban ledge. Yes. Yes. Well, this one was the first one. Well, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> No Carol but, yeah. Kane. <laughs> no Carol Kane in this one. Um, did have little baby Andrea Martin, who I love from, I mean, just comedy, but uh, difficult people for the younger listeners uh she's from i mean she's from she's been around forever it's it's one of people like i don't know like what do i list as her credits like she's that lady look up her face and go oh oh you know her wedding yeah my twin was in my lump you know her that lady (laughs) she's great um and i is she i've never seen her so young that i actually had to look her i had to look around and be like which one's her i think oh oh that one's her that one's her that's it she's her um it had a whole whole thing but yeah, like the thing, so uh, to, you know, whatever, listeners, if you're listening to this, spoiler alert, I'm just going to talk about everything. And that, that's that's the way it's going to be. So the thing I found most fascinating, like granted, like I said, I did not see the 2006 remake. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing I initially took away from watching the original and the newest remake is that I feel like in the original, it was a little vicious with uh the killings like it was just like the women were fucked like and they all just died and didn't even really get to fight that much and it just it was just i mean it was terrifying in that way but it was a little like oh god what a downer whereas the newest remake i felt like it gave the power back to the girls and they actually it it felt uh i don't know it was it was less scary but more satisfying if that makes any sense i suppose i mean <laughs> we'll we will agree to disagree when we get to the newest one we'll we'll, we'll oh, talk okay. about it oh yeah please um i do okay so this black christmas mm-hmm. yeah, yeah um 1974 mm. before halloween yes um but in Canada, so nobody saw it, right? Like, it like it oh, was a cult song because of Andrew Martin. Look, <laughs> but Andrew Martin, well, um, she Canadian, <laughs> Canadian. Margot Kidder, they're there. Um, but so you could see in watching this Black Christmas how much John Carpenter went. Oh, oh yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take that. Well, that I do good. like the the deaths in this original one if only because a they feel real they do like, yeah they do 
it, that's kind of unnerving too, is that, you know, that something is going to happen. Mm. And unlike these like elevated kind of almost supernaturally strong, no. uh, or ridiculous deaths that happen in movies. Now you're yeah. like, Oh, okay. That's just how that would go. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that's, that's no that's no good yeah like the the girl that can sense that someone's in the closet and she just keeps walking closer and closer to the closet and you're like no you're like, stay away from the closet yeah and then she died uh yeah well then there's the weird fucking boyfriend with the piano um and then he like shatters the piano yeah and then you're like oh so he's the killer i guess and then like it's just it's well, well one thing i did notice though for how old the movie was i was very like shocked slash impressed that they were discussing the topic of abortion and a woman's right to choose so much so and so positively yeah. Like the fact that they frame her, not like they don't frame, but like uh, set up Peter, her boyfriend, as the killer because yeah. he's so vehemently against yeah. her getting an abortion yeah. and his whole reaction to that. I was like, oh my God, 1974. Hello. Thank you. Right. I was like, damn, I didn't expect this. But then I'm also like, well, the 70s, people were, they were getting radical, getting radical, getting speaking, radical. The, speaking the truth. Yeah, the girl. How do you feel about the girls? What was your favorite? Who was your favorite girl? Oh. I mean, I think Andrea Martin is my favorite. She's so sweet. Girl. So sweet. Yeah, she's just sweet. And it's not, I mean, what's there? It's Barb and. Oh, I don't know their names. <laughs> Jane, Sarah. Um, Barb is the drunk, right? Isn't that Barb Margo is the Kidder? drunk, Margot okay. Kidder. Yeah, Barb. It was okay. very, very mean. Like, <laughs> oh no, she's not very nice. I want to cl- make that clear. Not nice. It's it's not it's not very nice. Um, and I I mean I do like the main character. I think her name is Sarah. I didn't write it down. Um, the one with the British accent. The one with the British accent that I couldn't um, tell was a British accent for like five minutes. Like, I right? Think she's doing a British accent. Like. What is that? What is I that voice that you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why I didn't uh, cling to the movie the same way that I clung to other horror mm-hmm. movies of the time. Because it's not really... These women aren't really endearing. And I don't think they have to be. But it right. wasn't like, oh, I want to take care of them. It's not It's yeah, not yeah, Laurie yeah. Strode. It's no. definitely not Laurie Strode. Except for maybe Andre Martin, who's like, guys, can we all stop fighting, please? It's Christmas. <laughs> it's yeah. Christmas. Yeah. My cute well, they die so fast like i feel like mm-hmm. they were just like they were getting knocked out to where i'm like is anyone checking in on anyone in this goddamn house like no. people are just dropping like flies uh, yeah oh and then like the other thing that was fascinating was it's the 70s right so you get 70s fashion which for the women was like pretty whatever but then there was the one guy who was the boyfriend of of one of the girls and he had the big bushy mustache Mm-hmm. Big. I was like, oh, how old is he? Is he 25 <laughs> or 45? Like, you could not tell. Like, it was weird. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and Barb just always has a drink. That's that's why I appreciate always. it. Always. <laughs> when she's like helping kids get their like candy from Santa, she's like got a little scotch in her other hand. Yeah, kind of. She's giving that. a child scotch. That's true. That's that true. orphans thing. And that's I was right. like, oh, 
oh no, this is oh, getting Mark. weird. Like oh, it wasn't Mark. just don't take a sip of my drink. It was like, here, drink some more, Johnny. And I'm like, that child is eight, ma'am. You know, she just wants to make sure he is warm enough outside. <laughs> it's so cold. It's the it's the dead of winter. In Canada, no less. In Canada, no less. Yeah, I I will say these three movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I will tell you because you've seen two of them. I've only seen two all, of the three. <laughs> two of the three. They're all perfect time capsules oh. of the year and time that they were made. I mean, the newest one definitely was. I was like, okay, we are hitting the nail on the head. I can see what's going on here. Oh, so then the ending, such a weird movie. Because then you're like, oh, okay, so it's the boyfriend. Okay, I guess that's, all right, I guess that's it. But then at the end, it's like, huffy puffy, you know, ha 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 ha, huffy huffy voice. And she's still alone in the house. And the cops are outside, but mm-hmm. I think she's in danger. She's in danger. You in danger, girl. Yeah, she's in danger. Um, so that was weird. It took me off guard. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's I, like th- go ahead. I was just gonna say, I thought there would be a sequel. I thought like, oh, there's gonna be a sequel, and then no sequel. I have an interesting factoid about oh, tell that. Me. Oh, tell me. So Bob Clark directed this movie mm-hmm. and John Carpenter loved it so much. That he went to Bob Clark and he was like, hey, I loved that. Would you ever do a sequel? And Bob Clark was like, if I was ever going to do a sequel, I would have the killer being institutionalized and then break out from a mental institution to go back to that town and kill a bunch of people on Halloween. And I would call it Halloween. Stop it. I'm not lying. Stop it. I'm not, but he never made that sequel. John Carpenter did. Um, like, and Bob Clark went on to make a Christmas story instead. So did he get sued or anything? No, I think it was like a I had this idea. I don't want to do it. You can have it situation. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. That's you know, did not know that. And you know what? What a good tidbit. Um <laughs> Yeah, because that ending was wild. And I kept being like, oh, there must be a sequel. There must be like, I, you know, I don't know these movies. So there must be a sequel I just don't know about. And then there was none. And I went, that doesn't make no sense. Like this was like, <laughs> a sequel. Like this like could have had a sequel. Yeah, which I guess, I, and I guess at the time it kind of makes it go into that like classic status because it's like this whole tight little horror movie that's completely to itself and it never got ruined with the sequel. Um, yeah. Until they could ruin it with remakes. Uh <laughs> So, because I have no awareness, I'm going to let you kind of talk about what you like about the first remake from 2006, because I I have nothing to share. (laughs) Fifteen years ago, on Christmas Eve, his family became his victims. What have you done? A group of college friends That sucks, everyone should be home for Christmas Are about to discover Lauren, we're opening up presents Why don't you open the present we got you? Their house I got it Is his home All is calm, all is bright Who is in my house tonight? 
you have lots of toys to deliver to good little boys and girls? You really shouldn't provoke somebody like that. And on December 25th... You're definitely getting punked. Is that Santa's reindeer? All he wants for Christmas... Is Megan in her room? Is a new family he can treat like his very own. Okay, so Black Christmas from 2006 has a lot of people in it that <laughs> you would want to watch in a movie. It came out two years after Mean Girls, and actually um, Amanda Seyfried auditioned for it, Oh, um, but Lacey Chabert was already cast, so the director's like, we can't have two Mean oh. Girls. Um, and, so, what, and what happened to Amanda Seyfried? You know? Yeah, I'm like... Good for you, girl. Um, because this movie is I'll go do Mamma Mia. So bad. Oh no. The the Black Christmas from 2006 is so so bad. Oh, um, it has all of the the mid 2000s movie staples. Like there's very gratuitous violence. Um, all the yeah. colors are super saturated. There's a million Dutch angles. Oh no, um, no. Yeah. Uh. So the score is terrible. It's like really hokey and like, and you're like, oh, what is going oh on? Oh God. Um, Andrea Martin returns in this one to be the house mother uh, of the great. sorority. Love that. But whereas in the, in the first movie, I, I described these movies to a couple people as like, um, it's a game of telephone with the plot. <laughs> So, oh, like, <laughs> you have, okay, there's somebody in the house making random phone calls. That's scary. Girls begin um, dying. But... Can I say that? To, to jump to that, that was the only thing I didn't meant to say about the original one. I was a little confused as to how, from how, like, you know, insane those calls were, that they didn't hear him doing that in the house. Yeah, like, it's not like he was just, like, I'm gonna get you. He was like cackling at full volume. So I was like, how are they not hearing this? And it's an echoey old house. Like, I don't, that I was kind of like, that's a plot hole. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. The, don't even get me started on the fact that in the Black Christmas universe, collectively, bodies don't smell. Like, my, uh, yeah, uh, guys, like, sniff, sniff. Like, how do you, like, there's this house is, is just, piled with dead bodies by the end and they're like where is everyone i guess they all went home early like I'm like jesus guess... christ oh oh sorry going back to the 1974 movie yeah. they pull out that pull out shot of the whole house at the end and you can see the window yeah. where um i think her name is ruth the first sure. person that gets killed body is and Classic her head. face is in the window and yeah. i was like nobody saw that nobody thought like hey there's a person up there. I guess that girl likes to sit in an attic in the dead of winter in her rocking chair. Yeah. Great. 
She didn't yeah, move. No, it definitely was like that house is not that big. Like I mean, it's big, but it's not like like come on. Anyway, yeah. Um. So yeah. So flipping all over the place. Back to the first remake. So it sounds like super violent, saturated okay. colors, bad score. So here's the plot. Yeah. Uh. So in the first one, right? There's a random killer. We don't know who he is. He's calling from inside the house. Sure. Yeah. No motive. No motivation. Totally creepy. Yeah. Totally creepy. Total mystery. Why is this happening? Who knows? Sure. In the remake from 2006, yeah. Um, they go, why is there someone in the house? Oh, well, he's always been in the house. What? Um, <laughs> he grew up in the house what? where his mother killed his father what? and then dated a new guy, but she hated him because he had jaundice. And oh, let me oh, tell what? you, he the villain quote unquote who I say where i thought you were going we're in not even the neighborhood okay so no no it's 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 it gets so crazy okay so oh in the first movie in the phone calls he references both the names billy and mm -hmm. agnes uh -huh. um so <laughs> the killer in the remake is named billy and <laughs> he has Stick with me here because this okay. gets crazy. Okay. He <laughs> he gets raped by his mother. Oh my. And who gets pregnant with a daughter oh. who is his sister, uh. who is named Agnes. Uh. And they are the killers in the 2006 remake. What the fuck? And what? it it's goofy. The what? Billy, the killer, is as yellow as a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> I am not kidding. That is, is that not like a how lie. That's where they show jaundice. They're like, look, he's yellow. I'm like, jaundice, first of all, does not stay that long. If you were that yellow, um, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. Yeah. But okay, we'll we'll send City it, you know, that that yellow bastard. Sure, great. You know, he's yeah. he's yellow. Um, but the most unforgivable thing about the oh, 2006 no. movie is that Agnes, his daughter sister, um, although she is a his product of sister. The daughter sister. She's a product of incest. Yeah. She's still um a girl, but yeah. she is played by a grown ass middle aged man. Ew, what oh what? And it wow. is very upsetting. Oh. Um, it feels very transphobic and also ableist and also yeah. just terrible. Oh. Oh. Um, so there's yeah, that. Um, not it's like, very I'm upsetting. Like, oh, I gotta watch this. No, I mean you can. It's some goofy shit. I, mean, I like Lacey Chabert. Uh, she I'm, dies. I bet she does. Um, <laughs> who's the final girl? Is it Mary Elizabeth Elizabeth Winstead? No, it's oh, oh she's a blonde girl that looks like um, the lead in Happy Death Day. Oh, I don't know what her name is. I can look uh -huh. that up really quick. <laughs> Because I feel really bad for not knowing. Uh, um, yeah, you should feel awful. <laughs> kill myself. Um, no. No. Not for this movie. <laughs> no. So what? How does it end? Katie Cassidy. So. Um, yep. Exactly. Uh, so the movie ends by okay. Both Agnes and Billy have killed almost everybody in the sorority. And pulled their eyes out and collected oh. them in the basement. Don't ask me why eyes are a thing, but they, they decided that, that was a thing. Huh? Did 
Do they make it like into a necklace or something? No, or like Christmas decorations. Oh yeah, like popcorn. They hang like them from a tree. Streamers. Oh, that's nice. Um, wait, and why are they killing the girls just because they're in the house? Because they're in the house. But they, it's a sorority house. Right. So they, it's probably been there a while. Yes. Yeah. So, so but Billy got okay. This? So Billy killed his mom. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he killed his mom on Christmas. After almost killing his daughter's sister and then decided to make Christmas cookies out of her skin. Oh, God. I, I know. And wow, so he got arrested. Really, like, they were just like, forget the original. Foof, foof, foof. Yeah, we're going to do some Let's crazy shit. all the dead weight. <laughs> we're going to start over. Um, it's got the title. It's got a house. It's got girls and kills. That's, that's the connective. Obi, it's okay. I promise. Oh, it's a doggy. Um. And so at the end of the movie, the final act, she, the main girl is up in the attic with the two killers, the brother and sister killer team. And she gets away with the help of this older sister of one of her sorority sisters. And they end up kind of burning the house down. Um, And then the paramedics come to take them away and also the killer's bodies away but surprise they're not dead so it's a final showdown in the hospital oh no yeah and the main girl pushes the yellow serial killer over the edge of some stairs and he impales himself on the star of a christmas tree of course of course yeah wow that sounds awful it is it's Um, truly remarkably terrible i'm really happy i missed that because um (laughs) I enjoyed, I mean, for the most part, the newest remake. So I would have been like, oh, God. Wow. That's just like so big. <laughs> like, why? I I feel like they overcomplicated their own fucking plot. Like, why Why make it that complicated? Like, it's it's creepy. The creepiest thing about the original movie is you don't know who it was and you don't know why they're doing it. Yes. It was very, it felt very halloween uh, progression in that like we want to answer our questions i mean yeah. and halloween followed a similar situation with the original and then rob zombies remake where you're like why oh, are yeah. you answering all these questions yeah stop less less is more baby less is more so yeah so then there's the newest remake it's my privilege to teach you this semester enjoy your winter breaks and merry christmas sup ladies excited for tonight it is our last day of our last fall semester of college ever. Can you take a photo of all of us? Of course. Where's Helena? She was pining back of sodas earlier, but she looked really good. Cheese. We shouldn't have let her go back by herself. She's fine. Come on, live a little. Helena hasn't gotten home yet. If I were missing, I'd want you to unleash the bloodhounds and track me down. She was at DKO last night. Still creating problems, huh, Rai? Hello? Hello? 
I'm worried that something bad happened. It's winter break. Could just be a delay of some sort. Snow. My friend is missing. Nine times out of ten, the girl's just with a boyfriend. I will bring you to your knees. Alive. You're all insane. I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of running. Go, 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 go! Ho, 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 bitch. You mess with the wrong sisters. Which, um, what I, what I liked about it is that at least in like the beginning of the movie when the girl's like oh i'm actually gonna i'm gonna leave home gonna go home early okay see you girls later blah 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 at least when she was getting like you know stalked by the killer and all that stuff i think she at least made smart choices like she you know ran to a house knocked on the house tried to get in you know Uh tried to do smart things now here's why i don't understand one, they introduce that there's a mask in this one. They've got a weird black mask. It also starts with a weird, uh, like, ancient... I actually went, uh-oh, where are we going? Because it starts <laughs> with all these bros in black robes. I'm like, I get it. They're a fraternity. Let me guess. It's some ancient evil society. They fuck women. Like, you know, let me guess. That's it. Got it. Mm-hmm. So then I see the mask. I'm like, oh, great. So we're putting a masked killer into this. Okay, great, great, great. But then she goes to this one house and knocks on the door to like, you know, please help me, help me. And the killer answers the door and then she gets killed. But then later the lead character is walking past that house and there are like kids playing in the yard. Like you can tell like, oh, that's where she knocked over the snowman, blah, blah, blah. So my answer is where were the people from the house? Oh, there's those problems are everywhere in this movie. (laughs) Let me me point out, clarify. I don't think this is a great movie, but like I had fun. Like it was kind of like, oh, this is this is fun. I had a fun time. Like a you know a harmless a harmless treat. Uh, like you know a little plate of sugar cookies at Christmas. Like you know it's not the most nutritious thing ever, but it's really fun while you're eating it. And the thing is, I I'm all for like I said, I love that. At least feel like the women got their well. I say get their power back because, I mean, at least they get to, like, fight. But it's also, like, why did they include... Okay. The part of the movie where... I'm going to jump really far ahead. Where I thought, what's going on? I genuinely have no idea what's happening right now. Is when they've, like, killed a couple of... Because you find out there's more than one killer. There's all these killers. So I was like, okay, it's all the dudes. And then there's just like black shit. And they're like, why isn't it blood? And I went, huh? What? What, is, movie, what is it? 
And that's what it will. And then also, you have evil Carrie Elwes, which always, always a treat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, I, I'll let you what, did you, what were your thoughts on the newest one? I, <laughs> I this movie, okay. Yeah. I hadn't seen it. Mm. Um, and everyone told me to watch it. Yeah. Because I am a feminist. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's I very subtle with its themes and its comparison. It this oh my god! <laughs> like, Zachary, is it about me too? Maybe this is the most heavy-handed, is performative, heavy-handed. fake woke white savior kind of. Ugh, it made me so upset. It made me so much more upset mm. than the 2006 problematic oh, uh, fuckery wow. fest that I watched. Oh, wow. Okay, this is gonna get fun because okay. because. Okay, so the woman who wrote and direct this, yeah, um, so I thought that was nice. I, I, I from a from a well, yeah. Early... There's not a lot of women in horror, or they don't let a lot of women into mainstream horror. I won't say that they don't exist. It's just they're not given opportunity, right? So it's nice that she's there, but also <laughs> she didn't. First, she wanted to ma- remake I, "I Spit on Your Grave," mm. but the studio was like, "Have you seen it?" And she said, "No." And they said, well, what have you seen? And she said, Black Christmas. So she made this. But it's fairly obvious to me that she had not seen Black Christmas because this is not Black Christmas. Oh, it's definitely not. Like, I definitely went like, I, at the time, when I was at the time, it was this afternoon. <laughs> Earlier this <laughs> afternoon, when I was watching this movie, I did think, I was like, you know, I guess it's nice that it was a true remake. Like, it's not, it's not. It's not it, the same thing at all. It is definitely not. Um, yeah, but it I will say <laughs> it's like cool that we're talking about things that are important and I, you know, that's that's nice. But my god, was this This is, is the dumb. dumbest way to do it. Just very it dumb, is very the dumb. lowest common denominator way to talk about this. There I I love high concept horror movies that deal sure. with social issues. Like I us, like we us. us together. Yeah. Yeah, we saw us together and Love it us. was brilliant. Get out is brilliant. Ugh. Even it follows is brilliant because it's not like here is the thing I am talking about <laughs> and I care about it. <laughs> I was like, this is the dumbest after school special kind of are you afraid of the dark bullshit. It's rated PG-13, quote unquote, so she can reach more young women that are interested in horror. Now, <laughs> I'm, imagining, now I'm just imagining, are you afraid of the dark? It's like hey, do you guys know the one about the girl that was almost raped at a college party in this entire ancient um, society of men that bleed black um, gush out of their bodies, like go after all these women in this house? Let me tell you. It's literal toxic masculinity. She couldn't come up with a better metaphor for toxic masculinity than a literal toxin that infects men. That is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. And she still gets saved by a dude. She still oh, gets no, saved I hated, by a dude. I fucking, I will say, I was like, what the fuck, movie? And granted, I, I, may, I was like, I guess they're trying to say, like, not all men are bad. Some men are good. You know, which, yeah, we know. We know that. We which, know that. My God. Like, um, I guess I, I, I don't want to like I'm betraying my point. Like, I guess I on a purely surface standpoint of the first, because the only thing I did not like about the first movie is it felt like the women didn't even get like any opportunity to even defend themselves. And so it just felt like, what the right. fuck? Like, you know, so at least in this one, 
they got to finally kill the men. Yay, we killed the men. So I don't know. I always enjoy watching awful white men get killed. I don't know. It's, just, it's enjoyable to me, even if it's I not agree. perfect. Even if it's not perfect. So, but I will say this movie had flaws for sure. Uh, it definitely it needed things. It needed first of all, how many girls live in that house? Because oh. there's a scene where they're just it's a, the main girl, Imogen Poots. Imogen Poots. And her best friend, don't remember her name because I had not seen her before. <clears throat> they're walking through the house. And at first I thought, oh, they must not be in the house. They must be like in a in a one of the buildings on campus or something. But then I realized, no, no, they're in the house. There are just like hallways and hallways and roomfuls of girls, like as far as the eye can see. And I thought at one point I started counting, I'm like, there's at least 25 girls that live in this house. Um, it's just like when they show the outside of the home, you go, that doesn't make sense. No. Doesn't make sense. Um, and also, the part that I thought was insane, like insane in the membrane, is when they go to do their mean girl ripoff, you know, Christmas number mm-hmm. at the frat house. And it's it's clear that the one girl has been assaulted. And she says to her friend, she's like, he's going to be there. And the girl says, that's even better. And I'm like, what? That's one of the many reasons why I was like, this is not what you think it is. Because that is not how, A, that's not how you treat your friends, period. B, that is not the message you want to give. For your attacker. It's even better. Yeah, like, (laughs) you're stronger than him. You're a fighter. Show him. And don't let him see you be weak. I'm like, what the, what, you shitty friend. Like that happened less than a year ago. I think they said like four months or something. Yeah, it was really recent. And it even to that point, it was it was just like really intense, like a really heavy plot line to have as like the backstory. Usually it's like, oh, I like you there's always some final girl, there's always some backstory that connects to something that makes her for whatever reason it makes her the focal point. Hers is literally that she was assaulted, like assaulted. And I feel like that's, I don't want to say you can't make a movie, like a horror movie where that's the, the, the backstory. Like that's, I, I think that can be done, but the way this was done, it was just too heavy. It was too like, I don't need all this toxic waste oozing out of men's bodies ancient society of men like all of that did not need to be there no that could have gone um because i'm even down i even i like the idea of like toxic men going after you know women and like men protecting each other like you know that there's a way to do that where i'm like yeah yeah yeah. but the way they did it it just seemed like it it seemed like does anyone care that this girl was literally sexually assaulted like it just, no. it, just it, it it just was it i know that that happens in real life where you know stuff does get brushed under the rug or whatever but it seemed like it was still in the middle of like an active investigation like it it, it seemed like it had not been like finalized finalized oh 100 it's it's very very mishandled it's like somebody heard something and it upset them so they decided to write a movie about it like <laughs> 
But yeah. in doing so, the concept of, of the horror movie, the story itself undermines the message you're trying to get across. Instead of saying men or these men or these specific men are responsible for culture these of men, like fraternities, which is ugh, very toxic. Right. You you make it to where very it's excusable toxic. because they were infected by this uh, black goo from the founder's bust or oh whatever God. that's oh leaking. Like they're not responsible for it because of this thing that happened to them. That's the, the metaphor way, the bust, that you're creating. By the huh? way, the bust. Yeah. That, I was so confused. I'm like, oh, so does she just need to break the bus and all the boys will die? Or like, what does she need to do? Um, because then when she when Kelly Owens was like, No, don't break the bust. Don't you want to live in a new world? I thought when she busted the bust, it was gonna be over. But then she right. busts the bus and the boys are still like out and proud and doing their thing and i'm like well what was the fucking point yeah exactly Where that bus because i would have liked that if it had been like she broke the bust and all the boys head just exploded that could have been fun yes i'm into that that's more of like an infection type of uh invasion of the body snatchers kind of vibe um <laughs> yeah. but i if that's well, the I, world I, you want to yeah, create I was confused i was like so you're creating an army of 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 boys with black goo in their veins it was just it was it was interesting it's so stupid it's so <laughs> stupid zach it makes me so mad oh also another thing Ooh. that makes me mad tell me um, get mad is the scene you referenced earlier the mean girls ripoff scene mm. that's an intentional costuming choice and uh scene choice by the director and writer because she thinks that mean girls is incredibly misogynistic oh Okay. Yeah. And I was like, huh. okay, I will not say that Mean Girls doesn't have its issues. Oh, no, sure. I mean, yeah, let's be real. But, but I, I wouldn't say it's mis- but I wouldn't say it's misogynist. It, it, might, it might be. I mean, she, I mean her justification is that, that the, the movie itself pits women against women. Mm, okay. So it's all misogynistic right, right, right. in that way. But the solution is not have a girl being like, I don't even fucking know how to do math in the sexy Santa costume being like, let's sing a song about getting sexually assaulted at this fraternity. Oh, are you uncomfortable friend? Well, you know, all the choreography, so you have to do it. Like, Oh my God. You, sing? you should be singing in this song that has no real singing in it. <laughs> it's a, this, this spoken word verse. Yeah, like, they were like, girl, you're singing. You're a singer. You should be in the number because you can sing. And I'm like, does it matter, girls? Does it matter? <laughs> like, Why did y'all even go? Because what was what was the song? It was like, um, what was it? The up song? in the frat house. Up in the frat house. Ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah, it was like, it wasn't singing. No, it's, it's talking. Oh, 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 I didn't know. <laughs> I was assaulted. Oh my gosh. Like whatever the lyrics were. And it because then, then I was very confused. Cause then when that started, I went, oh my, what is going on? And then it, it, when I realized what they had like it was a whole at a whole moment. When I realized what the number was, and when I realized what they asked that girl to do. Because I thought it was going to be like, no, girl, like you shouldn't um, let him get in the way of your fun. Like you come sing with us. Like fuck him. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be. No, you're going to be um, very directly. Not that you know, whatever. Say whatever you want to this piece of shit. But to put her in such a sensitive situation, 
and at the holidays no less and at the holidays um just truly insane insane so messed up insanity and and then like (laughs) i guess i'm i guess i still had a fun time watching it but it's just like uh you're you're making me see colors i i saw it just this afternoon i want to make that clear Um, i'm sorry but only three hours ago i watched them all all three movies on friday um couple days ago so one right after another and so by the time i got to this one i was i was like what am i even doing with my life i think the only reason i came at the newest one with like a sense of oh i liked that was because i only saw the original and the new one um and i had a couple days in between so i I think uh and also uh, i i need to get better at doing this but i also was a little bit on my phone when i was watching the movie so (laughs) I think that's very indicative of the movie itself. I, I, I have ADHD. I am very unfocused. And if something is losing me, I will go to my phone. I yeah. will I, fidget or start cooking or something. Yeah, and yeah. I know a movie is not that great if I can't overcome the want to and do that. The original, I never picked up my phone because I was like, <gasps> like I, was, I was into it. And I think what's so unfortunate, and my God, if this isn't just like my general opinion about horror in general, is that what's so great about the original movie is it's such a simple, streamlined, scary idea. It's a scary concept. Um, it it Everything feels very visceral, very real. It feels like real human on human shit. It's not some superhuman somewhat supernatural entity it's after an anonymous lady you know it's it felt like that is a flesh and blood man creepy man that's coming after these women yeah Um, you know great solid two thumbs up so then for this one and after you tell me the backstory about the writer the writer director it just seems like the the main thing i thought at the end i went is this really a remake or is this just another movie called Black Christmas that happens to have a sorority in it? Because like you said, it's, it's, there's nothing like, it's not even, it's not even that like the girls have the same names or something or like, you know, um, they don't even have the house mother in this one. Like, no, it's so. That's what I mean when I say it's like a game of telephone. It's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So the first movie, there's somebody in the sorority, he's killing women okay, that somebody in the sorority is killing women because he is emotionally damaged and his mother hated him. Yeah. Okay, so there's a man killing women because he hated them in a sorority. Like, that's that. Like that's where we've gotten to. Yeah. Um, and it felt really... I think the reason I don't like this movie, this mm. newest one, yeah. is because it feels like she had her own movie that she wanted to write that she tried yeah. to stuff into a Black Christmas-shaped box it's like make your own movie like if you yeah, want to make a movie make about an movie. ancient ancient society like here's the thing because i'm also really down with like um like i'm 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 cool with stuff that is like a broad allegory or something like that's that's fine yeah but it did feel like she was trying to shove that idea into into a, a remake of black christmas and why can't we just get a remake of black christmas that's creepy or like women black fight christmas. back yeah, like, I would love to watch women in a sorority go home alone on some intruder's ass. Like, if that's what you want to watch, right. great. Flip right. the script. Home alone. Um, well, because I, I guess that's with it. I was so like, I was so like annoyed at the 
fucking oh my god oh my god this i don't know how i didn't mention this scene the scene where um the lead girl i don't remember her name um is walking past one of her sister's uh how uh rooms houses one of her houses one of her rooms <laughs> oh my god this movie has turned my brain to mush um and the guy's like about to date rape her and she comes there's like oh we're in the middle of something and it's just like dude what the fuck what the fuck like, like i'm not saying gross men don't exist trust me i'm not saying that but they were it it made it less um yeah poignant because it's just like I'm one of the evil men that like has zero empathy. Cause I feel like if that really happened in reality, when she like went in there and was like, Hey, is everything cool? He probably would have just left. You probably just would have like left in a hurry. Yes. Um, I don't think it would be like, can you please leave so I can finish? Yeah. <laughs> like, Trying to get the freak girl, on. And then, and then the girl, she's like, Oh God, is it a bad idea to make Spotkin tequila? Right. Like, this is not the feminist movie that you think it is. Yeah, it's just like... (laughs) There's a smarter way to do all of these things. Like, the evil men conspiracy of men to keep women down, it's been done. It's Handmaid's Tale. You want to watch that? Go watch Handmaid's Tale. Actually, you know what else is really good? If you want to watch basically what this movie does, but does it in a much smarter way, um, is... Have you watched the new uh, Twilight Zone that Jordan Peele has been producing? I've only watched one episode because I don't have CBS all access. Oh my. Um, I know. There's an, there's an episode. I won't do a full spoiler. It's not like, but it's just like, it's a whole episode about male, like toxic masculinity. It's basically Mm -hmm. like this meteorite, like hits earth and it affects all the men, but not the women. And it's, it's, it's much more terrifying actually, because it's, it's just done. Well, honestly better. And even deals with the idea of like, are some men better than other men? Like what, you know, but it's, it's not, it's not, you know, can I mix vodka and tequila? Like it's not right. that. Um, and it has, what's her madoodle from American Horror Story? Uh, um, um, little, little uh, taste of Farmiga. Oh, okay. And she's, and she's pretty good. Like I was kind of like, oh God, because I'm, I'm not always a big fan. Um, sometimes she kind of bores me as an actress a little bit, but she was very, very good. Mm. Um. Yeah. I like her aunt. I think it's her Vera? sister. I think it's her sister. Sister? Sister, just older sister. Whatever. I liked Bates Motel. <laughs> oh, I liked Bates. Oh, I, I was into Bates Motel. I was into that. <laughs> um, it was definitely. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to go on a tangent about Bates Motel. I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, <laughs> but I, I, the only <laughs> thing I disliked about the show is I wish they had kept it, period, and it had like streamlined into the original. Uh, movie that's the only 100 um, we, we like, we'll can do a whole nother episode on bates motel yeah, stop, let's not go there because i could i could talk forever um but yeah so i guess with all this being said i very strongly recommend the original original is really good and don't be silly like me and and wait to watch it for years because i feel so silly because now i feel like it's going to be like a a yearly tradition is to watch black christmas during the yeah. christmas season because for me, like, I think about Christmas, it's always the, you know, the the ho, 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 
jolly jolly jingle jangle let's all get presents you know all the, the magic of family um which ugh, i'm not into that so i want something a little darker and there's not like, as many options for christmas i think in oh. terms of like spooky christmas you have like gremlins mm-hmm. you, have, you have krampus now also i like krampus, krampus. really if you krampus. if you want to get a little fuzzy you can watch edward scissorhands that's definitely a christmas movie i i will be yes. done with that um you could even say uh nightmare before christmas technically i and to me i know there's a great debate yes, uh I... nightmare before christmas is for me a christmas movie we watched it in my house mm. my family watched it every year growing up for christmas so yeah. it's not a halloween movie to me but i agree, uh, I agree with that you know why because they spend more time on christmas than halloween 100 percent that also very that which holiday is in the title of the movie let me think about this exactly uh, yeah you know and like why take that away from people like was it a halloween movie oh it's a halloween movie like stop it um i used to be the opposite i'm like it's a, it's a halloween movie not a christmas movie and i'm like no it's it's a christmas movie. <laughs> it is definitely a christmas movie so yeah like what what other spooky are there any other spooky movies for the Christmas season? Like that you could be like, oh, if you want your spooks, go to that. I'm trying to think like there's um Jack Frost. Yeah, Jack <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, there's Jack Frost. Um, which I mean, honestly, honestly, you could be talking about the horror movie or the quote unquote family film starring <laughs> Michael Keaton. That movie is terrifying it is not a kids movie like that is no. not a family film sorry honey i got killed but uh now i'm a snowman like, now i'm a snowman know, like, i love my i love my kid what's been time with my son like, <laughs> like, what the fuck is that movie like god did he get killed because he was such a bad blues musician like what's going on like <laughs> that movie is a mess um and it's terrifying like <laughs> terrifying terrifying movie I think still my favorite, if I want spookies during the holidays, it is still Gremlins. I I, I just that's still have to watch favorite. Gremlins. Yes, I have to watch it every year because I always every time think you know this is like a PG rated film, which granted ratings meant very different things back then, but that monologue about her father dying <gasps> in the chimney oh, gets chills my. every time. Every okay, it's a goes. complete departure from the movie yeah. entirely. I'm like, can we follow her home? Can we like start? She's having a really him? Phoebe Cates is having a bad time. She's like, yeah, I can see her having a bad day. By the way, you know my dad died uh, playing Santa. He broke his neck in the chimney. He was there for days. Like Jesus Christ! Like oh, Jesus! Like my God! But also, like, did he think that was gonna work? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Like I've never looked at a chimney and been like, I could go down that. <laughs> I bet I could see I how Santa does it. <laughs> like, no way. Oh man. And I just love the little gremlins. Uh and you know, of course you can watch Gremlins too. I think. Isn't it still Christmas? Is it still Christmas? No. Fuck. I don't know. It's not me. <laughs> They're in New York. They're living the high life. Yeah, you, um, get, the, you get the talking gremlin. And the lady gremlin. Lady gremlin. Bat gremlin. Cartoon gremlin. Cartoon Gremlin. Have you seen the Key and Peele sketch where it's about Gremlins too? No. Oh my god. Okay, I'll send it to you after this. But you have literally, to. It's literally a sketch where it's all these people in a writer's room, and then uh Jordan Peele walks in 
and he's like he's like hi i'm the uh the studios uh sequel doctor and you know they just send me in whenever they're about to drop a deuce and <laughs> it's just like he's like how about we go around the table and everyone gets to design their own gremlin and it's literally everything that's in the movie and then at the end of the sketch uh key is is like just to be clear none of that it's gonna be in the movie, and, and this little <laughs> subtitle like all of this is actually in the movie. Someone's too. So yeah, I will send that to you because it's hilarious. Um, There's yeah. another movie that you can watch. Um, it just came out. Oh. Um, oh dip! Like two years ago, maybe a year ago. It's called um, The Lodge. Mm, I've seen that, and it I've is very disturbing, and also yeah. Christmas kind of. <laughs> there's snow snow adjacent well it's christmas time it is christmas time it's not a happy time it's not the most wonderful time of the year i'll tell you that no uh, it's that not, it's definitely not that up. funny spooky kind of like christmas i will kind say for vibe. people it is a slow burn movie so if you don't like slow burns it's probably not for you but it's it's i i i enjoyed it i mean i enjoyed it i think i enjoyed it i think i liked it oh i enjoyed it it's definitely it it messed with my head, but was Alicia Silverstone in it? Am I making that up? I think Alicia Silverstone was she the mom? Yes, and she dies. Sometimes I confuse. Like, oh, whatever. Oh, spoiler, whatever. It's fine. Um, I confuse movies all the time, and so I think, wait, was that that movie, or was that like three others? Like, don't... Zach, that was Clueless. Um, <laughs> that was Beauty Shop, Zach. <laughs> That was Love Labor's Lost, directed by Kenneth Branagh in 2000. Yes. That was a musical. That's it was a, a musical. That's a movie, people. Not Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So I this thank you for coming for this holiday episode about Black Christmas. It gets worse. That's that's <laughs> the theme of these movies. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. Um, so if you had to rank them, do you rank them original first remake, second remake? No, I would still put the the 2019 above okay. 2006. Okay. Um, but they are very close. What do you think um, edges the newest one over the 2006? Well, it's less problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's less goofy. It's just more like an eye roll situation. Like, I guess I always was a fighter. And you're like, oh, shut the fuck uh-huh. Up, Imogen oh Poo. god oh you know was the other thing where i went oh i wonder if this is gonna come back in a second and of course it did when they're like what are your three favorite animals and the girl's like an ant and like an ant that's a weird one she's like it's because they work together as a group and you can't really kill one because they're a team i was like so she's dead so she's dead also yeah. Who says that? Like, stop it. Like, leave it alone. No human being says, okay, what are your three favorite animals? Um, a puppy, an so owl, like an owl and a, a kitty, and an ant. Oh, Nobody no, says ant. No one says ant. Like, that's just not true. <laughs> what are your three favorite animals, Devin? My th- my me? Yeah. A possum, a lion, and a sloth. Oh, so you want your friends to be sloths? Yeah, I want to chill. Oh, that's I'm not, very oh, that's laid fair. back. That's fair. Wait, so you're a possum? Oh, I am definitely a possum. Ooh, go go into that. Because the way it works, go. I think it's the first one is like how you see yourself. Uh huh. The second animal is oh, what was it? Uh, it's um, who you want uh, in a partner? Because she said yeah, owl yeah, bunny. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then, um, oh yeah, and then how you how what you want for your friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want for your friends? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a possum. People might not like me around, but the people that do like me usually, uh, the queer community and um, cool the non-binary you. community are tend to be fa- fans of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do some good. I eat the ticks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm little- pretty cool. And you like just leave you alone. Like you'll hiss at you if you like shine a flashlight on you in the middle of the night. You're gonna hiss and look scary. Yeah. But like just don't shine a flashlight on you. Yeah, and my blood is too cold to carry rabies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lovely features. <laughs> Lovely feature set. And what was your second animal? A lion. Oh, that's cute. Well, now I feel like if I give my answers, I'm gonna have thought about what the what the prompt was. But well, like <laughs> what are your answers? <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm, I really am just thinking of like what comes to my brain first. I think my favorite animal is a panda bear. That's my favorite. Um, but then I also love, <laughs> I love corgi. I love a corgi. A corgi is one of my, is another one of my Aww. favorite animals. And then also I think um, like, oh, I love a koala. Oh, there's so, oh, that's a cute group of animals right there, Zach. So I guess I'm a panda bear. Like, just leave me alone. Let me eat my snacks. But I'm nice. Yeah. Um, I guess my partner is a corgi, which actually weird. I had a partner that had a corgi. Um, but so that partner that means... was not a corgi. No. Yeah. Um, and then I guess I want my friends to be koala bears. So I don't know what that means. Koala bear is strangely terrifying. Oh, my. Well, that's. Well, I've had some terrifying friends. Drop bears. Oh, They'll get you. Okay. I mean, they're kind of stupid, though. You want your friends to be kind of stupid because koalas oh. only eat eucalyptus and they can't metabolize it. Oh, babies. And it wears their teeth down <laughs> oh. um, so that eventually they starve to death because they have no teeth to chew oh. the only food that they eat. Oh, well, all right. Well, happy Also, holidays. they get chlamydia. <laughs> happy holidays, everyone. Um <laughs> So I end every episode by asking the guest who was the last actress that made you feel something. What What do you mean feel something? Anything. It could be anything. It could have been um, just an impressive performance. It could have been, oh, it made me weep. It made me laugh. It's just like the last one that you're like, oh, she's great. Give her a gold star. In acting. In not acting. just existing. In film. In film. In media. Okay. She could be an actress in anything that an actress is needed. Um, oh, my God. Well, okay. So, I mean, I have a crush on Dasha Polanco, and I just saw one of her TikToks where she was in a hot tub, but that's not what you're talking about. Well, um, that, it, could mean, it could mean whatever you want it to mean. I'll go with acting. I'll go with acting. Okay. I just watched um, this new horror movie called His House. <gasps> oh, I just watched that. And uh, the woman in it, I forget mm. what her name is, and that's I'm I apologize um, for that. But she also played Ruby on Lovecraft Country, and she has some moments. That's, oh my god! I I just started watching Lovecraft Country, and I'm like, why do I know her? Why do I know her? Okay, that's okay. Thank you for that. That's why you know. Thank you. For she that. was in his house. Wow. Um, yeah, she has some moments that made me made me go like chef's kiss. Very great. Much acting. Very good. That was a good movie. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect case of like when we allow stories to be told that don't usually get told, they're very mm-hmm. interesting because we have not seen this be 
told in a narrative before. Like right. it was such a, and it was a perfect case of this movie has a lot more to say than j- just being a horror movie, but it also doesn't ever get ridiculous. And it also never felt like it was like beating me over the head with what it was trying to say. I just, oh yeah. I was, I was a big fan. It was, it was a lot to take in. It was very heavy, but it was, it was very, very good. Yes. I, I, guess, I very much agree. I guess my answer for today, uh, it mentioned poots. No, um, I'm gonna say <laughs> I, I have not to be such a fucking stereotype. I'm just gonna give it to Nicole Kidman for the undoing. Um, because I do think that show is not as good as we all think it is. I think it's just that her acting is so good that she elevates that material to seem like it's more highbrow than it actually is. Yeah. I actually don't think it's actually as highbrow as they're making it out to me. Um, to me, it's like basic basically like not a romance it's not a romance novel i'm not gonna be that ridiculous but like it's it's very it's it's nothing we haven't seen in other you know sexy murder thriller shit like you know i've I've seen pieces of its dna in many other things right right she's just but nicole kimmon and nicole kimmon's wig wig Wig, question mark do we know it's a wig i don't know fuck i need to know i have to know I I can't tell. I really can't tell because I've seen her have natural hair that looks like that hair. So I'm like, is that just her? Like, let's use my natural in between shoot hair, and they just did some nice color treatment to it, or is it a fucking wig? And if it's a wig, it's a really good wig because that 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 wig line, unclockable, 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 like. I was thinking, oh man, I also found out recently that was, I was, I was gagged, was I found out that she wore a wig in Moulin Rouge, and that just blew my mind. That blows my mind. Like, I thought there were some extensions in it for sure, but I thought it was like a base her hair. Like, that was a good wig. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know that it was a wig in Moulin Rouge. I, I only found out maybe like a week or so ago. I needed to know, is it a wig on the undoing? I still don't know. That's that's <laughs> my mystery. Know. That's my big mystery of the season. It's about the wig. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Devin, you also have a YouTube show. I do. That you co-host with a close friend of both of ours, Samantha LeBrock, who's been on the show many times. Would yes. you like to tell the listeners about it and where they can find it? Yeah, good luck with Sam and Dev is just me and Sam doing friend stuff, whatever strikes our fancy. We have like a few kind of like reoccurring kind of episodes or whatever. Like we do cocktails and crafts where we drink a new kind of cocktail and Mm. we craft while we chat. Um, And also Sam and her sweetheart, Alan, who has also been on this podcast. um, I teach them how to cook something because they are uh kitchenly oh. challenged oh, or novices Bless. they're not challenged um they're not challenged they just need to learn, learn new things yeah and i know a lot of things so i teach them some things um but really it's more you know whatever strikes our fancy we've got uh our christmas episodes coming and mm-hmm. we'll do gifts and christmas crafts and holiday parties and that sort of thing sam um loves the cheesy hallmark christmas spirit yes and as we have discussed previously in this episode um i am of zachary's ilk and prefer a spooky christmas so we'll play with that 
I I watch some sentimental stuff for sure. Like Mm -hmm. I I I watch some like I watch the holiday every year pretty much. Like I I watch a couple of things like the Family Stone, but like I don't know. It's to me it's different than Hallmark. I just you know, but she loves the Hallmark, and a lot of people do. A lot of people do. I mean, I too want to be a big city girl going back to her small town to go run a bookshop slash brewery slash coffee place um, that meets the Finding boy. Out her dad sold the town. If he died, the town would go away. So now yeah. they have 24 hours to save the town or she can get married. Yeah, great. She'll uh, save sign the town if she gets life. married. <laughs> but if she doesn't, the town will no longer exist and Christmas will cease to exist. That's impossible. And her father, Santa, will never have a successor. Like, oh, so many things. Um, yeah. What was it? You had an episode of your show that's very fun to watch. Where, oh, what were they making? They were baking something and you were watching them bake it. Oh, what was it? Tortillas? Oh, I think, no. Was that it? Maybe it was was the, it the pie? Because we've done pie. I think it was the pie. I think it was the okay. pie. I think it was the pie. It was the pie. It was the pie. <laughs> Yeah, and what? Because I was, I was you. I was watching. Like, oh, no, what, are you doing? what are you doing? Why isn't the butter cold? Oh, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so that was. I was like, oh, I feel you, girl. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. Good luck with Sam and Dev is a good time. We put out episodes almost every Thursday. Uh, we will not be doing the Thanksgiving Thursday, but that doesn't matter. Um, we might not do the Thursday of crimbus yeah people uh, get a life like oh my god get alive or, or we might we don't know or we might <laughs> who knows there's nothing happening so you know we're we're all in a quarantine pod together right, might as yeah. well keep making keep making, keep making little short videos. making them contents yeah. yeah and then you know eventually i'm gonna have to do another like mini series with you Oh yeah, in the new year we will definitely be doing more things. I don't want to say too much more. I think we kind of already teased it in a trip to Haddonfield, but uh, yeah, I I I look forward to doing more more horror discussions. Especially, I realize that I haven't watched a lot of um, horror franchises from start to finish. Right, maybe since I was a child. So like a lot of these movies, I have almost zero recollection of um so i i am excited to to watch watch some older horror films and see just how bad they are yeah less about how good they are it's like how bad will this one be how bad is it because so my god i gotta say recently when it was friday the 13th my roommate maximilian said oh you know we should watch we should watch the original friday the 13th and i have not watched it again maybe since maybe since like middle school it's been a long time maybe high oh school God. and it's i'm gonna say it's bad <laughs> <laughs> like it was really slow like it's a short movie and i felt like it was two and a half hours long i was like oh absolutely yeah it does not movie. and then when the it's twist comes it's just like oh yeah so anyway uh we'll dive into all that someday but would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you Devin ray uh, I'm on Instagram at Devin Ray. I think it's all one word, yeah. uh, all lowercase. Um, or my arts page because I'm also an artist. I paint yeah, uh, and do digital drawings at the, the logo for this podcast. Devin yeah, Ray. I also did the logo for this podcast. Yes, um, 
Yeah, camel weasel whale, all one word. That's also my TikTok, which is not as interesting. Um, <laughs> I like your yeah. TikTok. My TikTok, camel weasel whale. Good, you've got some good TikToks. You're young and hip. They, they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for dropping by the show, Devin. Thank you for having me. One more quick thank you to Devin Ray for officially coming on the In Another World podcast and finally finding out her birth in pop culture and oh, what culture to be born into. And as you know, as she told you, you can follow her show on YouTube at Good Luck with Sam and Dev, co-starring Samantha LeBrock, old friend of the show, been on it several times. You know her, you love her, they're both fun gals. Go check out the show. And of course, you can follow this show at In Another World Pod on Instagram or at IAW Podcast on Twitter. Or you can follow me. Your host, Zachary Landolt, at Zachary of No H on Instagram and Twitter. So be sure to reach out. Give me ideas. I love ideas. Like, I'm so lazy. If you want to tell me something that's a great idea, like, honestly, full disclosure, full disclosure, Devin came to me and said, Hey, you want to talk about Black Christmas? I said, Ooh. That's Christmassy. I haven't seen that. I'll watch it. Now it's a show. You just listen to it. So I am keen for ideas. So you know, fire them at me. Fire them at me. I am willing and able to make them into shows, especially for season two. I'm looking for all sorts of ideas, guys. So I hope you all have a great week, and I'll see you here back next week with another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. Bye.